then, hey, Tino. Yes. You know, usually we start with like a bit of music or something. Well, it's a music show. We, I know. Have a listen. We made this for you. Oh, you ready? Stop. Yeah, I have to say, Bron made it actually. Oh, yeah, because she's clever and everything. Do you like your music with a bit of funk, a bit of song, a bit of rock? Shaking all over. Mark Tinson joins me this afternoon. You know, Tino, I don't think it matters which version of that song you play. That is a sexy song. Yeah, it's a great song. And just this bit here, Normie Rowe, when he did perform this, he would actually turn with his back to the audience and shake all over. Join me, Carol Duncan, weekdays for the only afternoon program that starts in the morning, 11 till 3 on 12.33 ABC Newcastle. We made that for you. Fantastic. I can't believe you give that guy airtime. Really. <laughs> He's a shocker, isn't he? he Comes is. in, takes over, <sighs> like he owns the joint. Mark Timson's my guest here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Now, we started last week with Tino's Top 20 and we got through eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, was, oh, but it was an awful lot of fun. It was, and and um, I've got to reiterate, this is my top twenty. Yeah, and, a, and if you want to pick a fight with Tino, yeah. you text me one triple nine twelve thirty three because like he doesn't care. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but last week we just on the end we just hinted it at Eleanor Rigby by the Zoot, and we, so we just play a little bit. Hang more on, of that we've gone through shaking all over. Yep, Normie Rowe. The Loved One. Loved Ones. Undecided. Master's Apprentices. Fortune Teller. The Throb. And we discovered about 78 cover versions of that. Yep. Friday on My Mind. Easy Beats. The Real Thing. Russell Morris. Eagle Rock. Duddy Cool. I'll Be Gone. Spectrum. Okay, and we're who, up to you. Who will be in town next they week? Are. They're coming uh, to town. And Mike Rudd and Bill Putt will be in here talking to us about songwriting. That's really cool. Oh, I'm so excited. Have a bit of this because you missed out last week. Feedback. Woo! Sit down, you old rocker. You'll do a vow. So this is like Jim Keys? Jim, no. no, 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 no. This is the Zoot. This is Daryl Cotton. Oh, Daryl Cotton, yes. Who, who does perform with Jim Keys now. Yes. It's Rick Springfield, who is Rick Springfield. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl and, mm. and, and soap uh, star. Yeah. Uh, Rick Brewer, who later on became a member of The Ferrets as the drummer. And uh, 
What be, a great song, Don't yeah. Fall in Love. And B. Birdles playing bass, who eventually went on to uh, join Little River Band, yeah. write many of their hits. What an interesting bunch of people. They, they were just all stars, and they were all in the one band. They didn't reach their full potential, really, but that is a great track, and it's a Beatles song. They might not have collectively, but they did individually. <laughs> they did, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, at one stage, in another part of my life, I actually got to be uh, B. Birdles' uh, guitar tech. Did you? On, on, on tour. For, <laughs> you have done a myriad of amazing I have. things. And uh, so I still talk to Beeb and I was, I was talking to him in. You've uh, even been my sound tech <laughs> in a whole other lifetime, haven't yeah, you? I have, I have. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to Beeb. I don't know which one of us is blushing most <laughs> over that revelation. <laughs> Uh, he lives in Nashville now, so I was in Nashville in uh, April, so I had a chat to him, and uh, we were talking about this track, and I said, man, that is such a great rearrangement of that Beatles song, and mm. that, that guitar riff, <laughs> is fantastic. And I said, did you actually get anything for for rearranging that? And they said, no, <laughs> it's a Beatles song. You don't get you don't mm. get a share of their royalties for mm. any of that. So that was interesting. And the other track that I meant to get in last week as as of the first top ten, but we were having way too much fun <laughs> at the time. Fun, yeah, is Chain, Black and Blue. And I used to play this with my high school band, Bluegrass. This is a bit legendary, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And I've got to say, Bob Hanley, who was singing with the band at the time, is still singing around Newcastle, did a fantastic job of this song. something, isn't it, Tino? It is. I think Chain, more than any band in Australia, defined what we might call Australian blues music. 
and nobody's ever bettered them on that. And this is a track from, what, 1971, I think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it actually reached number 12 on the national charts, and you go, goodness me, <laughs> how did that happen? And you can't imagine that happening now. No. No, that, would, that song would not oh, get played now. having such a dilemma, because what you have next is, well, 11 minutes of... This is this sacred Australian rock. Australian history. Mm. Now, uh, what this is is that length of song, and it was considered that will never get played on the radio. And mm. it came out, and it got played on the radio. And you go, Hallelujah! There's there's a God out there. And you know, I'm going to have to play the whole thing, Let's which go. is going to shorten this segment. Okay. We're going to miss a bit. But... If I think of a yarn, I'll I'll just cut in while it plays underneath. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But the thing is that if I was to cut. Any of this song out, yeah. I would not be fit to have my sac- name. It would be sacrilegious. But okay. he, now here's the problem for you, though. There is actually a, a track ID in between each song, and I don't know if your CD player will play straight through, will it? It should do. It usually stops at the end of the song. Oh, dude, I've just told it to. Oh, do you want to go and get a sandwich? Sure. Yeah. You, are, you are magic. We'll this pop is... our roller skates, our Walkman's on. <laughs> Stevie Wright. Yay! Evie, part one. See you in 11 minutes. <laughs>
Correct. You know, I'm not going to stop it, but you've got a story. Well, I was just going to say, I saw Stevie on the, the Long Way to the Top Tour, I think it was. I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and it, it, it was a fragile performance, to mm. say the least. But at the end, uh, when they went into the, the uh, part three of Evie, every single person, every performer from the entourage of that show was on stage with Stevie Wright. Mm. And I think that just that was a, a measure of the respect that everybody in this industry has for Stevie Wright. He's, he's one of the great, great performers of yeah, Australian his journey's been a rough music. one. It has. I mean, I think myself. And he hasn't come out the other end of it the same no. way that he went in. But look, I spoke to Stevie a few years ago at a, a, the Australian Songwriting Association Awards and he was being inducted as their first songwriter, mm. him and, and George Young and, and Harry Vander. And I spoke with him beforehand and it was a bit of a struggle, but he got up and gave a speech. He was articulate. He was yeah. funny. He yeah. was switched on. And he's just go. He's, he's Stevie's still in there. Yeah, he and sure he's is. He's just a bit frail. Yeah. But I don't know what it is that makes me feel the way I do. Ooh, Evie. I'm nothing. Without you Evie The sun is shining down My eyes are open now I see so much I never knew Thank you now For giving me this child So much a part of me and you Who I don't know what it is that makes me feel in love with you Ready? Can you just pass another tissue for me? <laughs> You'll be right there.
Don't know about you, Tino. I'm exhausted. It's a, it's a long journey, isn't it? It's fabulous. And yeah. it's one of the great rules of Australian radio is if you're going to play Evie, you play all or nothing. <laughs> play all or nothing. Yeah. Right. So there you go. I do yeah. hope that you enjoyed all three parts of Evie as much as we did. <laughs> That's fantastic. We might need to have a couple of speaker replacements <laughs> in, in here. Mark Tinson's my guest. It's half past one. We've got a special guest coming up a little later too, haven't we? We do. Secret. And, you know, we've been sort of, this is kind of, you know, we've been through the 60s and just into the early 70s and it's been pretty much pop music, but now we get into some rock music. So this this is kind of the beginning <laughs> of the Oz pub rock era. Now you might notice there'll be nothing here after about, you know, 1982, you know, there's nothing that happened after that for me. Okay. <laughs> but th- this is, uh, well, we'll just start this one. Everybody will know it when it starts. Oh, dear. Mm. It's one of music. the great loves of my life <laughs> as a little girl, which is all wrong, really, oh, isn't it? Yeah. All right. TMG. TMG. Now, it's funny when, um, when this, just before this came out, um, I was playing with Rabbit and. Ted Mulder gang were kind of our mentors at the time because a couple of the guys were from Maitland and Raymond Terrace. And knew how to get into the lycra. <laughs> well, they showed us. But um, we had an advanced copy of the of this album um, and the, the track was on and we went, man, what a fantastic song. I wonder if they'd let us record that. And, and we got onto them and, you know, oh, yeah, we're not going to do anything with it. It's a bit silly, you know. <laughs> but then... I don't know why, but obviously they got interest in it and they put it out as a single themselves. And nine-year-old girls everywhere went <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. And it went to number one straight away, pretty much. But So we missed out on it. But, you know, we had our own career. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on to that too. Nice and dry Jump in my car I want to take you home Come on, jump in my car it's too far to walk on your own Unsavoury, really, isn't it, Tino? Yeah, it's inappropriate. It is. Absolutely it is inappropriate. Thank you, Rick, for your uh, SMSs as well. Rick has also suggested um, Jeff St. John, oh, Teach Jeff's Me How to Fly. That was fantastic. And that That's was an great song. unbelievable album. That Fran's loving it too. Thank you, Fran. And Chris, oh, we've got a dare to play the Hoffs version of Jump in My Car. No, it's oh, rubbish. No, it's no. Rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, like we what we he might. said. We might do. No. No, no, no. We might play Chris Spedding's version if we have oh. that, but not the Hoff. That's no, just, not going to play the Hoff. That's a silly um, thing. And Emily in Toronto wants you to know that there's road worker an accident southbound on the F3 just before Morissette turn off, and that has caused some problems there. Emily, thank you. I'll have a look into that right about now. Well, you now. know what's probably happened? The road workers have probably stopped to listen to the show. Well, that happens. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> a bunch of... Just um, stick a sign up. We're, we're busy. I know a bunch of my colleagues at uh, the ABC in Ultimo are listening. Hi. <laughs> Good on and so you should, too. Uh, so you now, should. And, and, and we, we should uh, uh, 
say, uh, you know, Ted's been gone for nearly 10 years now. He used to live in my street when I was a kid. Yeah, so very sad. Oh, oh the association has <laughs> just occurred to me. Uh-oh. Oh, no, he never did ask me to jump in his car. No, no, he, he probably didn't have a car then. No. Yeah, so sadly missed. Um, one of the great rock singers in Australia and great songwriters. And moving on. See, this next band, I wouldn't have chosen this song. You wouldn't. But, no. you know, to me, this is... Uh, a, they'd, they'd lost their guitar player, got another great guitar player in Harvey James, and uh, I think when we did the guitar solos show, this was one of the solos I picked as well. But I just thought this was... A fantastic song, and they'd actually reached a level of maturity uh, with the band at that time. I think when this album came out was about when my parents bought me my first pair of sunglasses. I was so cool. You know what I love about music, Tino? Oh, there's a bunch of things I love about music, but some of it is just a time and a place in your head, isn't it, when you hear it? It is. It's a journey. But I'd have played this. Personally. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what? Is this like girl rock, guy rock? Now, now here's, a, here's a funny story. Who wrote this song? Who cares? Ted Mowry. Oh. Yeah. Did not. He did so. Come on, it's my top 20. Change your spoil sport. Says at the top Tino's top 20 Oz singles. That's me. <laughs> you big bully. I am a big bully. You are a big Look, bully. I've, I've I say, never get to have a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you just have a rest every time I come in. I know, it's great too. Um, Garth Porter in Sherbet yeah. uh, went on to, to produce Lee Koenigan and has had a, great, a very successful career producing country music. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, I don't know whether that should be applauded or not, but the funniest thing is there's a a magnificent organ in the rock music industry. It's the Hammond organ. Mm. And it is like the... 
Which is that, what you were hearing there. The, no, no, no. It's the classic organ sound. Now, the, what the antithesis of, the, of that was the, uh, what was it called? Um, that was a horrible, horrible organ. And uh, it just slipped straight out of my head. But the funny thing was, Garth Hudson from the band played one of these horrible, horrible organs yeah. and made it sound like a Hammond. Oh, yeah. I see. But Garth could take a Hammond and make it sound like one of those horrible, horrible oh. organs. <laughs> so that was one of his great skills. I'm sure Garth's not listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll think of the name of that. Well, well, we probably shouldn't say though. what the brand is, should we? Because yeah. it's, I think it's still a current brand. Don't know. But uh, Sherbert, always a fantastic live band. You know, the guys could play the devil out of anything. Now, here we go. I this was is... too young. I missed seeing them live. <laughs> well, you know. Hmm. Uh, well, they were insufferably handsome. I know. Too, you know. See, when I think of Sherbert, I just think of that album yeah. cover with the boys with yeah. the shirts off. Yeah, which, just... when you look at it now, is hilarious. It's a, it's a bit hoffy. It's, like, it's, it's like so hoff, hoff yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's very hoff. <laughs> All right. We've got some um, serious rock and roll here. Yeah, this is this is where it gets really tough. Mm. Go. Mind you, you can never have too much of this on your speakers, in my opinion. Now, that you're not getting this in stereo, but that's Malcolm Young on the left-hand side, and here comes Angus on the other side. And And I'm in the middle. Yeah, and just, just, uh, (laughs) it's been, it's not confirmed, but I think it was actually Malcolm Young Mm -hmm. who played the guitar solo on Evie, so, which we just heard. You would thought, no, maybe Angus played it. No, Malcolm was an unbelievably good lead guitar player, but we only hear him going, Garangag, Gag. Yeah, but it works very well. It's the best Garangag. Hush now. Sorry, he's Bond. He's Bond. I'm going to have to put the brakes on this one about here, or we're not going to fit in what I think is the sexiest Oz Rock song ever. Okay, we'll look forward to that. Mm. But you just got to go. The much 
underused bagpipe in rock and roll. You can <laughs> never have enough <laughs> bagpipe in a rock song, in my opinion. And, you know, I don't want to uh, break any myths here, but it's actually a synthesizer. I think the, the drone part of it oh. is actually a bagpipe, but they played the other bit on a Selena string machine. Okay, so. well, Peter says Ted's parents still live in Maitland. Oh, good one. There you go. So I hope that they're listening. Um, Anne is loving it. Yeah. Well, how could you not? And yeah. hello, Rod, who's in dropped into our neck of the woods. Um, he says the only Ted Mulry song I ever liked was his version of Falling in Love Again. Well, beautiful song. But not for today. Who was it written by? Um, Fander and Young. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See, that's why you're here. That's right. <laughs> to do the thinking for me. You are my thinking guy. I can't believe how much trivia I know about this. Stuff. You do know a lot, don't uh, you? And now this is this is a really odd choice, perhaps for <gasps> for most people. I just found this a really intriguing song. Happy, happy, and joy, joy. Written by Billy Miller, who actually wrote the countdown theme song as well. This is the Ferrets. Oh, love don't it. Fall in love. This is the best week ever, Tino. You're a legend. <laughs> I love it. Oh, he's got his air guitar out. All right. Terrific song. It's a goodie. And I don't know what it was about that. I think it was just such a surprise to hear something. It was, it's, there's almost an elegance about it. Oh, it? there is. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mark Tinson's my guest here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. We're going to have a very special guest on the phone in another song or so as well. But I can't tell you who it is or Tino would have to kill me. And from one... That was a joke for listeners of The Breakfast Show this morning. They got it. Yeah. And from one elegant performer to another elegant performer. (laughs) That's one way of putting it. Oh, dear, oh, dear. (laughs) It's a whole different kind of elegant, I guess. Uh, Robert liked that too. Ferrets. I actually got to record Angry Anderson in Sydney when I was working down there. Did you have him on one Uh, side of the road and his mic on the other? He was on the other side of the glass and we started and he went, Turn up, Tino! (laughs) (laughs) That was flawless. Well done. Fantastic.
Okay, anyway. anyway. I love Angry Anderson. He's one of the great characters of, he of is. Australian rock and roll. Loves a chat. Yeah. Um, he's he's another Glenn A. Baker. Just start him off in half, you know, half an Did hour later. Did you hear Glenn and, the other day? How good was he? Was good. Talk about the set and forget man. I love that. A bit like <laughs> I you, I really. Didn't, I didn't say last week, but... Well, I went and saw the Dingoes perform. Did you last week? They were yeah. just terrific. I got the CD in too. Oh, Fabulous. Oh, it's just just terrific to see them play again. Okay, now we move into. Yes. You ready for this? Yes. This is. They'd had quite a few singles before this, but this one I thought, this is it. This is the one that's going to make these guys be the biggest thing in Australian rock. But it only went to number twenty nine. Go figure. Yeah. What do I know? Oh, quite right a lot. That's why you're here to know. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Folks. So these guys perform at the Caves Beach Hotel, which was called the Mawson then. Yeah. And they played this song, and it was so loud that those guitar stabs, was so loud it made me lose my balance and fall off the chair that I was standing on. I went to a Divinals concert like yeah. that once. Oh, yeah. It's just unbelievable. I got back up again. A good man. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Hopped straight on the horse again. This just oozes high school for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, Tino, I've been lucky enough to interview Doc Neeson on a number of occasions now, and such a smart, smart man. I've always enjoyed speaking with him. He really wanted to be an actor. I just, you know, I have wondered what sort of politician he'd have made, actually. Who knows? knows? But now, that was the Angels. Now, they went through quite a few periods of, you know, Angels Mark 1, Mark 2, so probably the Mark 2 version... uh, uh, they were joined by guitar player Bob Spencer, who replaced John Brewster. And I think we've got Bob on the line now. Hi, Bob. Hey, hi. Good. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. And I can't believe that you're here to talk about one of my favourite Australian rock songs ever. And one of mine as well. <laughs> now, we haven't talked about the same song. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just play a little bit of it first off. This what is... do you mean we're only going to play a little bit no, of just, it? No, just to start with, then we'll, then we'll carry on. Oh, heavens me. This All is, right. This is just solid Australian gold. It's perfect. I could faint, you know.
smoking hot. <laughs> the, look, the reason I love this is that, that this was kind of marked two skyhooks that had marked the, uh, uh, the departure of Red's, Red from the band. Yeah. And Bob replaced Red. And suddenly the band had a musicality that never had before. you got so and, much to answer for with that song, Bob, <laughs> let me tell you. And, Thank you. And it also <laughs> featured one of the greatest vocal performances in Australian rock from oh, Shirley. And we'll, yeah, we'll hear it at the end. The gra- it has one of the greatest single notes in Australian rock. <laughs> the, right. the note that, uh, that Shirley holds at the end, of the, the phrase that repeats women in uniform, women in uniform, women, is one breath. Yeah, unbelievable. And the high note at the end of it, it's just extraordinary. Yeah, and uh, very underrated as a singer always, I thought. You know, Bob... Yeah. I, I was, um, what are we talking about, 1978, so I was 12, 13 when this song was on the radio. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you were. And it was probably this song that single-handedly made me realise at the tender age of 13 that, oh, women had some sort of mysterious power. That's right. Uh, yeah. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but I knew it was coming my way. So, Bob, thank you. But, um, I've, never heard it, uh, I've never heard it spoken about from that angle before. <laughs> look, what just That's was, my gift to you, Bob. That there's oh, a great... There's a great energy in in this recording, and I was just talking to Bob last night. So he's got shush, you too, shush. Oh, hang on, back right. in a sec. Thanks, Bob. Oh. But um, there's a, a great story about how this was recorded uh, and why it has so much energy about it. Well, it, it's recorded live, which is the way that most of us used to do things. And um, from what I can gather, it's, it's rarely done uh, these days. Um, I'm sure a lot of bands say they record live, but actually don't. Because I've seen them at gigs, and I, I think I know. It um, <laughs> doesn't sound <laughs> anything like the record. What, what are you trying to say, Bob? <laughs> Nothing. So, but that that was recorded live, and the engineer and the producer, the producer uh, Eddie Lee and Eddie had worked with Aerosmith and Kiss. Oh, um, cool. Although he he was doing the production work for the so-called executor producers, who had their names on the record, not him. And I think it was pretty common back then for executive producers to outsource what they were doing. So uh, Eddie Lee and Eddie was the producer. Lee DiCarlo, who um, was John Lennon's engineer, um, engineered that. And they they came here with a plan. They'd have, they had already been sent a floor plan of the studio and they had... Um, they came back to us with diagrams of exactly where all the amps and the drum kit and all the mics were going to go to best capture the live sound of the band. So there, there's no overdubbing. Oh, there there are some overdubs on that on that track, but we didn't fix anything with overdubs. That's played as one performance. And, and a frightening performance it is. It's, it's just sensational. There's this stuff at the end that Freddie does. Drums. Again, it's extraordinary. It's yeah. just, yeah, Freddie the drummer. It's, it, it's extraordinary. And again extremely underrated as a drummer, only really appreciated by other drummers. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and that, uh, the Sergeant Major at the beginning, is that Freddie doing that? 
No, I think that's lifted off a um, record. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> yeah, you know, what What would have been called the sound effects library then? Yeah. <laughs> now, now it would be called, well, we got a sample, man. That's right. Now it's called, you yeah, download it for free from somewhere. But, uh, yeah, but, but it that, has got an extraordinary energy. And, oh, it was, it's and I remember vividly recording that track and, uh, and Eddie and Lee were adamant about how it was, was to be recorded and the sort of sound it had to have. Now, when and they were when, right. When Cheryl sang that last note, yeah, were you you in the studio for that? I was. I was in. I was in the booth for that. Yeah. yeah. And and had anybody planned that, or did he just come out with it? No, I think he just came out with that. He 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 could do some real killer stuff. I, I have a um, I have an immense library of desk tapes, um, recordings of gigs. From Skyhooks, and uh, although I haven't been through them for for a few years, the last time I did go through them, something that I noticed was that Cheryl sang dead on every note every night. Yeah, fantastic mm. singer. And again, that's something you don't really hear anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, kids today. And, <laughs> kids and, today. Yeah, good on you. Some of them not kids, unfortunately, but <laughs> um, uh, but he's saying dead on every night, and that's with the production we had back then, which is nowhere near what is available today with in-ear monitoring mm. and all that stuff. Know, the sorts of uh, the sorts of trickery one can get up to mm. even at gigs. Now you know we've built up such a big. Uh, impetus for this last note. We've just got to play it now. I'm going to play the whole thing now. Bob Spencer, thank you so much for dropping in again. I hope you do it in the flesh one day. Uh, (laughs) Boy, you'll be in trouble for working on a song like that, mister. I'd I'd love to come up and see you guys again. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, we'd love it. Thanks, Bob. Bob Spencer, our special guest here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Mark Tinson, got to play the whole thing, sorry, because we can't can't. top that this week. We can't. We'll do some more later. Okay. (laughs) Mark Tinson, thank you. Well, thank you. You're right, old man.
here comes that no here to know. Ready? Just to show you that he could do it twice. been a good one Mark Tinson thank you very much and don't forget to listen in next week we'll have Mike Rudd Mike Rudd and Bill Puck from Spectrum they'll be in town to play on Friday night it's going to be excellent it's two o'clock